0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Friday, May 1st. You're freaking with us on a Friday. And guess what? That means it's Fantasy Draft Friday. That's right. Our game here on the Locked On Steelers Podcast returns. But first, with the news of the releasing of Andy Dalton from the the Cincinnati Bengals, we, of course, have to evaluate... What the quarterback situation is in free agency, whether it will impact the Steelers or other teams. But today we're joined by not just two guests, but an, an additional one, including we have Tony Serino from our former our former co-host here at the Lockdown Steelers Podcast, Hunter Homestack, who you all know from DKPittsburghSports.com, but also the return of Joey Toscano, aka Joey Bag of Donuts on Twitter, the host of the Donut Bag Podcast. He joins us today to do a fantasy draft Friday of the top all-time Steelers, big-time hitters, and enforcers in their franchise history. It's going to be a good one. Let's get in. All right, everyone. Happy Friday out there. We have made it to May. It is May 1st. It's going to be May. Um, this is Chris Carter with the Locked On Steelers podcast. We have an action-packed episode for you for you guys. As you know, it's Fantasy Draft Friday, so we're bringing our normal guests, Tony Serino and Hunter Holmestek, to continue playing our games. But we have a very special guest in the house today. He's uh, He's been on the Locked On Steelers podcast before as a guest. He's, I've been on his show several times. But welcome to the podcast again, everyone. Joe Toscano of the Joey Bag of Donut, the Donut Bag podcast. Joey, how you doing, man?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Super pumped. Super pumped. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start our our top topic off with the obvious AFC North news to talk about. Yesterday, Andy Dalton was released from the Bengals. We all kind of knew this was gonna be a foregone conclusion, but you know it seemed like the Bengals were holding out hope that they could trade him uh, to get at least like you know a late round draft pick or something. But no one bid on it, so now he's floating out there. And, of course, what's happened is everyone in sports talk is all, should the Steelers get Andy Dalton? Just like that, should the Steelers get Jameis Winston or should they get Cam Newton, which is just going to continue happening until they're all signed. But I wanted to uh, to work down the line here. Um, we'll start with Tony. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on Dalton? Should the Steelers try to make a play at him if it's super cheap? Or is there is there another free agency department position group that you're looking at?
2: I, you know, I feel bad. I mean, first of all, I just feel bad for Andy Dalton, the person, right? Because I feel like the Bengals did him wrong in this case. You know, they knew like they benched him right right after the trade deadline last year. Uh, they could have traded him. They could have got value for him then. They didn't. You know, then he goes through that whole thing, uh, and now they wait till after the draft to release him. So everyone's, you know, uh, you know, everyone's got their quarterback situations figured out, except I guess maybe New England. Although it feels like New England is just going to go with Stidham. Um, I, I look. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of bringing Dalton in. You know. The only quarterback that I liked this offseason was Jameis Winston, and that was because I felt like he could be here beyond Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think Dalton's going to be here beyond Ben Roethlisberger, and for that reason, I just don't see a lot of reason to bring him in. Um, so I'm I'm going to be against the Andy Dalton
0: thing. Plus, I'm, as a as oh, a oh, no, Bengal, my bad. Yeah,
2: I mean, as a Bengal, we've you know we've seen what Andy Dalton brings to the table. Not a terrible quarterback, but um, you know those clutch moments, he he doesn't come through.
0: <laughs> Steelers get a lot of primetime games. Hunter, what's your thought on this situation? Is there, is there another area that you think the Steelers should be addressing in free agency?
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, off the top, i got to say, Tony's out here stealing all my ideas on Andy Dalton. Pretty much took all the words out of my mouth. I mean, the dude hasn't had a winning season since 2015, so it's not like he's this super hot commodity out there as a free agent quarterback. He was good. He was a Pro Bowl-level quarterback at times. You know, I think he made three Pro Bowls. But we did know you use air quotes when
2: you said pro bowl? Did you use air I quotes? I absolutely <laughs> did.
3: You got you got the cameras set up in my house, so I mean he's he's right there. But but it doesn't change anything as far as the dynamic of the Steelers quarterback situation. If Andy Dalton was there and Ben went down, they would still be out of luck. You know what I mean? I don't feel any better about Andy Dalton in year ten than I do about Mason Rudolph next year. So I just don't understand that whole fatuation. Other than that. He's a little more accomplished as a professional football player. But as far as another area of need, I would like to see them maybe add an inside linebacker. I think that's the area where they need a little bit of extra depth. They need a little juice. I don't know if they're counting on Ulysses Gilbert to kind of be the guy or maybe even Robert Spillane to step up and be the guy. We saw both of them flash a little bit here and there. But that's an area where I could see some depth. And I know, Carter, you just did the breakdown on Antoine Brooks as well. So maybe he's going to help fill that role a little bit. But I think Mark Barron, even though he wasn't fantastic in Pittsburgh, he was good. He knew his role. He did some stuff. And they didn't really get a guy to replace that unless Brooks does step up to be that guy. So that's kind of the the area of the need that I'm looking at the most.
0: Know your role and shut your mouth. Uh, I I agree. A lot of it's position playing. Joey. Uh, you you get a you've been you're often very adept at what's going on in Pittsburgh and who's saying what so you've seen all the hype around the quarterback hysteria what's your take as a Pittsburgher and you're hearing all this this stuff flying around as far as who, how, how people every every day it seems there's a new quarterback they want to take and and just how it's, it's being perceived out here
1: well it's funny nationally um, the Steelers are idiots and and Ben Roethlisberger is this evil genius that will not let the poor Steelers, you know, draft another quarterback. How dare you? He's the you? secret
2: GM. He's the secret GM in, yes, in the front office. Yes. Yeah. And the
1: secret offensive coordinator and the yes. secret owner. And he's, he's everything. Well, the
2: secret but, offensive coordinator might be true, but the GM. Yeah. The
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, the situation I think we know what the situation is the Steelers like Mason Rudolph whether the rest of the fans do or not whether whether they do or not eh, maybe not but th- that's what the Steelers like they, they're they going with Mason and that's who they're riding with and you know so be it so you know nothing's going to change there um I think Andy Dalton's going to end up with uh, the Patriots which would be interesting
0: Okay, that was where it's funny that's a great lead because that's exactly where I was going before with our last question before we hopped off here. Hopping back to Tony, if Andy Dalton slash Cam Newton goes to the Patriots, what what the you know what how dangerous do you think they become does Bill Belichick make them Super Bowl champions with either of those quarterbacks?
2: I think cam Newton. You know, much more likely to to make any sort of deep playoff run than, than Andy Dalton. Right? Andy Dalton still has not won a playoff game, right? I mean, he still just hasn't done it. And I don't know that Bill Belichick's even the guy to get him there. Although, you know, people make a big deal about the AFC East and how much the Bills are going to be better this year. I don't know that I'm a huge believer that they're just going to run away with that division now that Brady's gone. I think if if the Patriots got either Dalton or Newton, or I guess you know maybe Stidham, you know maybe Belichick sees something in Stidham that we don't. Um, I, I but I, I, don't see them being as like, you know, they're not going to be a contender in the AFC. They'll be, they'll be an all ran in the playoffs, um, and they'll be eliminated, you know, quickly like they were last year.
0: Hunter, same question to you. Does anything about free agency quarterbacks scare you if they're added to the Patriots?
3: Uh, it's super interesting to me. I, I wouldn't use the term scared or have any fear about it from a Steelers perspective, but. I think it's super interesting because so many times people have said Tom Brady's a system quarterback and he's good, but he's not the GOAT. He's okay, but he was made great because of the system and everybody around him. Well, let's talk about Andy Dalton then. He's he's very much an okay. I mean, we talk about the Dalton line in the NFL all the time. Like, (laughs) this is a completely average, okay NFL quarterback. So can he go to New England and go to the playoffs, win a playoff game, maybe make a Super Bowl run? If he does, that would not only say that, you know, he's been good all along, but it may also say, hey, maybe Tom Brady and all those rings were a product of the system after all. Andy Dalton did it. So that's the interesting storyline for me. That's one major reason I would love to see it happen. The problem being, I don't know that the Patriots as a whole are where they have been throughout Brady's career, of course. So. It's not exactly an apples-to-apples apples comparison, but it's close enough for me to have some fun with.
0: same question to you. Uh, is, there, is there some sense of fear that Belichick's going to do it again with just a random quarterback?
1: No. Uh, I think if Dalton or Cam Newton go to the Patriots, I think it would be a disaster because it would take them a while to learn the system. I think that's why they're just going to ride with Stidham because he's been there and he would know the system better. And, I mean— Oh God, I, I just, I just want the Patriots to lose. I just want them to be like <laughs> six and ten. I will dance in the streets. I'll even go near people.
0: Well, so here's, before, right, right, before we had to break. Here's the, here's the fear of that. Say they, they bottom out. Say they, 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 they are horrible. Then they get the don't say it. Trevor, yeah, don't, it.
2: don't say it. It's there's three. There's three good quarterbacks next year. Trevor Moore and
0: Justin Fields or uh, Trey Lance, yeah. the guy. You know, the my guy boy Trey Lance. Game. Me. Sorry. I messed up. I messed up his name. He's, he's from North Dakota state, which is, you know, who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna jump to our first commercial break uh, and after that we come back and it's gonna be fantasy draft Friday time all that after this from an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12 pack of beers to just have while you're relaxing at home sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast and that's where Postmates come in if you're like me you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch I love food and that's why I love using Postmates they deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door but Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi they actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever i can think of delivery to convenience stores clothing stores you name it so no more trips to the store no more late night fast food runs i don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore just download postmates on ios or android find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDONNFL. That's code LOCKEDONNFL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L, for $100 of the free delivery credit with no minimum purchase requirement for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. All right, we're back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast. Chris Carter here joined by Tony Sereno, Hunter Homestek, and Joe Toscano. Now, it is Fantasy Draft Friday. We took a break last week because of the NFL Draft. We have, now we're gonna do a fun one. We've been doing positions. We did second round picks. Now we're going to do the hardest his, hitters slash best enforcers in Steelers history. Now we're gonna stick with the with with the same format. Uh, Snake. We're gonna do three pickers. Um, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna try to do is I'm gonna try to have uh, celebrity pickers. And Joe, uh, Joe, congratulations, Joey. You are our first celebrity on this show. Uh, so, you get to be my celebrity picker. You're going to pick my team. Um, and if you win, the points go to me. But I will, of course, attribute you to you You get a Super Bowl ring when it's all said and done if we win the whole thing.
1: <laughs> I'm a celebrity. That's funny. Okay, cool. All
0: right. So, that being said, it's time to create the random order here. I have everyone's name and a list on my computer, so you'll never be able to, t- to tell. And according to this... Hunter goes first. Joey goes second. Tony goes last. All right.
2: Second place has never has never won the poll.
0: So Joey, yeah, so, I until I apologize. now apologize. Yeah, yeah, well, okay.
2: All right. Now. I like the confidence coming in hot. I like it.
0: I love this. I I, I knew Joey would be good at this. He does this all the time on the show. So all right, all right. So first pick, I said Hunter. Hunter, you have the, the you have the board here. I'm going to keep tabs on my end on this side, but you have the board here. Who is the number one Steelers enforcer, hardest hitter player of all time?
3: Man, what a question. What a just in the preliminary research of this, what a fun freaking franchise to do this question for. There are so many dudes I could pick right here, but I'm taking Jack Lambert. Looked the part, whoa, the Cliff whoa. Harris, sunning Cliff Harris in Super Bowl X is the all-time enforcing moment in NFL history. Changed the game, changed everything. Own the dude. It's Lambert.
0: I mean that, that is a legendary moment, Cliff Harris. You know, uh, Jack Lambert saying, you, "You don't do the intimidating. We're the intimidators." In Super Bowl X, uh, you know, y'all said other famous lines when he's told. I think it was uh, Tony Dorsett to cool, that'll cool your ass off. You know, he is. He is. You know, one of the legendary faces all time for the Steelers. A so good pick, Hunter. On to you, Joey, with the second pick of Fantasy Draft Friday. Who do you select?
1: This is so tough. There's, there's, I think there's like four clear choices for like, like, a, almost like a Mount Rushmore. But okay. I'm going to go James Harrison.
0: Very, wow. very interesting pick. Uh, that's a very good pick there, Joe, because it's James Harrison. I mean, and, and you all are gonna get your chance to argue your points in the in the third segment here. So there's no need to like completely justify it. But as the announcer here, I will I will take such liberties. James Harrison knocked people out. Uh, so that, that, that that's a very yeah. good point there. Colt McCoy. Uh, I mean Colt McCoy. Poor Rasad Masakwai. I mean that guy was just destroyed like multiple times. So several poor poor things. All right, Tony. With the third pick, you get this pick and the first pick of the second round. Yeah,
2: your... I'm excited. First of all, James Harrison is a good pick. I mean, you know, we talk about guys who like they change the rules for players, right? I mean, James Harrison was one of those guys. You could argue like the hit him too hard stuff, you know, the the leading with the helmet. I mean, some of that was James Harrison. He, in fact, I believe he was suspended one year for that rule. So uh, it's a good pick. I'm surprised. But my my number one on the board is still available, so I'm gonna take him. I mean, he's got mean mean in his in his nickname. Uh, I'm going to take Mean Joe. Uh, look, this is a guy who, like, he was a dominating force on the defensive line. He would body slam quarterbacks. He, he can't do this stuff anymore, what he used to do. But back in the day, uh, you know, he's as mean as they come. That's why they call him Mean Joe. And then second pick, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick the first offensive player. And and what, a what a, how awesome is it as an organization that we can put an offensive player, uh, a wide receiver on our meanest player, our hardest hitter, uh, biggest enforcer. I'm going to take Heinz Ward. You know, Heinz Ward was as physical as they come at the wide receiver position. And he did it all with a smile on his face. Another guy they ch- changed the rule for, right? I mean, he had that, the blindside block on Keith rivers, which, you know, unfortunately for Keith rivers, I mean, it pretty much ended his career, but uh, <laughs> it was a, it was a brutal hit, but that's what he did. I mean, you know, that's why cornerbacks hated him is because he was so physical. Um, And he was, it was a great receiver on top of it. So I'm going to take Joe green and Heinz Ward.
0: That's very fair. Joey. You just got stolen on on both sides of the ball. Who's your next pick of the fantasy draft?
1: Well, my pick is still there. I'm going to go with Mel Blunt.
0: Oh, that was a good one. I was wondering when someone would pull out Mel. That's a great one. That's that's why I made you my celebrity picker. (laughs)
3: All right, all right,
0: all right. All right, Hunter, you get the third pick of this round and the first pick of the next round. Who you got?
3: My picks are falling, man. They're falling faster. I'm going to take Greg Lloyd first. Okay. Good yeah. pick. Good pick. And I'm, I'm going to double back with Ernie Holmes. Yeah.
0: Ooh. A, I mean, that dude was just scary, flat out. 100%. Exactly. Very interesting picks here. And with that, that brings it back to you, Joey. I know you've been doing great, man. Keep going. You're, you're carrying the squad. Hmm.
1: Boy, that, that, there's a lot of pressure. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I <laughs> could handle all this pressure. Um, okay. I'm going to keep it old school. I'm going to go Jack Ham.
0: Yeah. Whoa, okay. Jack Ham, definitely a good pick there. There's always the Lambert-Ham debate, which maybe some will, someday we'll just do on this show for a fifth time. Um, well, but Lambert that. was a meaner
2: player, like a more of an enforcer than Ham was, right? You
0: yeah. Only, I, was you should not go because he's not on your team anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, whoa, what are you doing here, Tony? All right, Tony, with that, though, you get the next two picks and the first pick of the final round here. Who you got?
2: Uh, I'm going to take, ooh, we're getting, and we're, we're getting oh, I'm, into, I'm
0: uh, two more rounds after this. I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm counting we're, incorrect.
2: We're, we're getting into, you know, the, I think it's going to get more open from here. You can get a wider interpretation of, of enforcers and, and hardest hitters and that kind of thing. I'm going to take, okay. My first pick is going to be Donnie Shell. I think when you think of Donnie Shell, you don't necessarily think of, you know, uh, the hard hitting safety, but g- just go on YouTube and look up Donnie Shell Earl Campbell. Okay. Yeah. One of the hardest hits I've ever seen. It was it's incredible. Uh so he was you know he was a force on that defense. My second player going to go with more I mean look this guy was a hard hitter, but I love the enforcer, the kind of intimidator that he was. I think he single-handedly changed Super Bowl 40, not during the game. I mean he did do it during the game. He was he was very good, but before the game with one line Joey
0: Jeremy I'm taking Joey Porter. <laughs> that is a that is a legendary moment. Uh, also, I mean, even though it's not really an enforcer thing, I'm sorry, but they shot me in Denver is one of the most badass things I have ever <laughs> right. heard. That's um, right. <laughs> that that's just that's too cool. Joey, you have the next pick. Who you got?
1: I'm gonna go Ryan Clark.
0: Whoa, we got him. Um, Joey. Killer Joey. Good pick. Good pick. Stole it right like, off of Hunter. Hunter, you just got your guy swiped. I know you were sitting there dude, eyeballing him.
3: <laughs> I was. dude, he did that's two rounds in a row. I had blunt the last round too, hoping he would make it. Oh, Joe, you're killing me, man. Um, all right, all right. Let's double back with two. I'm gonna do one that's an interesting pick, I think, but I will defend it in the next segment. I'm gonna take Troy Troy Palomalu. Yeah, that's fair first. And then I'm going to end it with the second offensive player taken. And I'm taking the bus. The bus. Ooh, I was wondering if Jerome would make it
0: this list. Okay. I see you, Hunter. I see you, Hunter. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Brian Urlacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brian Urlacher. I mean, to this day, I mean, Brian Urlacher, I mean, he might – dang. I mean, that's just – he just got planted. That's a legendary moment. That picture should be up in everyone's home in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Joey, you have your last pick. Of the draft, who do you got?
1: Mm, this is tough. There's still a lot of good ones out there. There are. I'm gonna go LaVon Kirkland.
0: Very, very good. Very yeah. good. Very good. good. Way to round it out. Good. You get, you get good. 90s. You got you got some 70s. You got some 2000s. Now you got some 90s. You you rounded it out so well. Great job, Joey. That's why I picked you. <laughs> All right, Tony. You get the last pick of the draft. Make your selection. All right, I'm going
2: with the class. The last pick of the draft. I'm going classic Tony pick here. I'm going completely off the board. Andrew Jones. This guy Talk. has this. This guy did not uh, do a lot of hitting in his time with the Steelers. In fact, I don't think he really did any. Uh, but but he was quite the enforcer. I'm going with the chin, Bill Cowher. Oh. Yeah. The, the, nice. There are, there are so many great what? moments with Bill. Yeah, I'm going Bill Cowher. Listen. Bill Cowher, Bill Cower once got so mad because the refs called 12 men that he got the printout from the sideline, got in the referee's face, screamed at him, and then shoved the photograph in the guy's pocket. Love that moment. I love the moment when he's screaming, Cornell, Cornell, I know you can hear me. He was a great enforcer of that team. Uh, you know, I, I love I love Bill Cowher. I'm gonna put him on this list. <laughs> I,
0: I gotta say, I never saw, I see a lot of his nonsense coming. I didn't see this one. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tony Serino swinging from left field. We're going to do one more break here. We come back. I'm going to list out everyone's teams, and we're going to have each of them defend them and also attack everyone else and saying why their team is the best. Right after this. All right. We're back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Tony Serino on our homestead and Joe Toscano. Let's do this seriously. Now, we've got – we just completed our fantasy draft itself. If you want to vote on these teams, don't forget, you can join the Facebook group, Locked on Steelers. By going on Facebook, search Locked on Steelers. Just ask to join the group. The post will be up to this morning. You'll be able to vote, and uh, the votes will go into Sunday. And then whoever has the most votes by the time I, re- I record uh, for the Monday show, you will uh, that, that person will be the winner. So with that being said, here were our teams. With Hunter having the first pick uh, overall, he had Jack Lambert. Greg Lloyd, Ernie Holmes, Troy Polamalu, and Jerome Bettis. Joey had the second overall pick. He had James Harrison, Mel Blunt, Jack Hamm, Ryan Clark, and LaVon Kirkland. And Tony, Tony, he came out with Mean Joe Green, Hines Ward, Donnie Schell, Joey Porter, and Bill Cowher. So, these are very interesting groups. My readout on, on these... I, I think that Tony did sneak in with Mean Joe, but again, this is when you talk about intimidator, when you talk about enforcers, this is, this is a really tough group to, 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 to grade because mean Joe is the legendary face of the organization, but you, when you got Lambert and Harrison and, and you could even argue that, that Blunt and Lloyd should be right up there with him. Uh, so, some very great picks here. I'm going to jump back to Hunter Hunter.
3: Why is why are your picks so much
0: better than everyone else?
3: Sure. I kind of said it in the first segment with Lambert, so I'm not going to reiterate too much there. He had the biggest enforcing moment in Steelers history, mid-Super Bowl, changed the game, changed the momentum of the game. That is what an enforcer does, not just steps up and, be, and and is a mean guy, but does it in a way to benefit his team. And that's exactly what who Lambert was, just all intensity all the time. Greg Lloyd, again, don't need to expand on that one too much. Avoid Lloyd was a thing. I mean, that's a thing for an enforcer, an intimidating guy. Now, the one I would really want to focus on, because I said I, I would explain it a little bit, Troy Polamalu, probably the quietest stealer, defender, dominant stealer, defender of all time, always doing the sign of the cross, an insanely humble, just soft-spoken guy. But when you talk about enforcing and intimidating, first off, he he laid the wood. He was a heavy hitter when he needed to be. But his intimidation went so much deeper than that in that his versatility his athleticism, his unpredictability and instincts just struck fear, legit fear in the hearts of opposing quarterbacks. You, you would hear so many AFC quarterbacks during that time say, first thing they do when they get to the line, where's 43? Where's 43? And that's a different kind of intimidation. That's not Jack Lambert with his teeth falling out, snarling and throwing dudes on the ground. That's just existing. He scared people just by being on the field. So that's a totally different kind of intimidation. And just as a super quick aside, Minka Fitzpatrick did that a little bit as well towards the end of last season. I considered him for my fifth pick. When you can scare a quarterback into not doing something just because you exist, that's the same as, you know, making a tackle or something in my book that's changing the game just by being there. So Paul Amalo, Bettis, we talked about Bettis and Erlacher. What strikes me about Bettis the most is that, Everybody sees him as this huge punishing, you know, bowling ball, which he absolutely was, but he had insane feet as well. If you took a bad angle on that dude, he was gonna dance around you. And I that's as a defender, that's intimidating too. I don't know if this guy's gonna run me over, if he's gonna make me look silly and put me on a highlight reel. Bettis could do both, so that was incredible. And Ernie Holmes, look, mean Joe, obviously a first-round pick in this means in his name. But I would debate that Ernie Holmes is crazier. If you were in a dark alley, <laughs> if if you were in a dark alley and you said on the other side of this alley is either Mean Joe Green or Ernie Holmes, you got to get through one of them. Like first of all, you're not getting through either of them. Second of all, I'm ta- I'm taking Mean Joe because I think Ernie Holmes might actually kill me. Like Ernie Holmes is a madman, crazy, just had that insane fierce streak on the field. Joe Green would beat you up and then like maybe give you a coke when you were done. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that, You know, I, I've never heard anyone
0: try to use the Coke commercial as a reason to not pick Joe Green, but Hunter, you did it. So, <laughs> Joey, you are up. Uh, again, your team is James Harrison, Mel Blunt, Jack Ham, Ryan, Ryan Clark, LeVon Kirkland. Um, and, uh, and, and now, so now you have, you have a really interesting slate here. Uh, and I just realized all defense, the only all defensive team here, uh, ironically with this being a hard hitter group, Defend your group and why it's better than everyone else's. I have
1: two players that they actually had to change the rules for because they were too mean. James Harrison and Mel Blunt. So, top that. Uh, <laughs> Jack Ham, um, legendary, don't really need to say much about him. Ryan Clark, uh, ask Willis McGahee. I mean, Ryan Clark played in that time when you could just, you know, knock people out with your helmet, and he did. And LeVon Kirkland just dominated in the 90s on those uh, really good uh, Steelers defenses.
2: I'm sad I didn't get LeVon because you know I, I've had him on a couple of my other lists. And, and you know, the, the the fact that you know LeVon Kirkland was an intimidator because he's 270 pounds as a linebacker, but he can run, man. You got a 270-pound yeah. linebacker who could just run him with you. You don't want that guy getting a full set of steam hitting you. I mean, he was he, he was one of my favorite players.
0: I know absolutely. I mean, Ryan Clark. You said Willis McGahey, but I mean, you could ask a lot of people that question. Wes yeah. Welker died at the feet of uh, of Ryan Clark. I mean, Ryan Clark was. I mean, he he was he was absolutely the enforcer behind. Like Troy. Like you you you're right, Hunter. Troy was the was was intimidated people because of his ability. Ryan Clark intimidated you because you thought you might die if he caught if he caught you one. And um, yeah, I mean that that hit against Willis McGahey uh, it, it it effectively ended. I mean, Troy Troy basically ended the game with his pick six. But Ryan Clark, like, he, he took the fight out of the Ravens with his with his complete crusher of Willis McGahee. Uh, and I love the pick of Blunt. A lot of people don't understand how much he beat up receivers up and down the field. Uh, and that's why they had to change the rule. And Joey, with the Joey, with the with the facts. I mean, Joey, this is this was lawyer esque of you bringing up the fact that the two people that changed the rules in the history of the Steelers. Are on your team and you made them your first two picks. I just, that's just brilliant, right there, Joey. Uh, objection. Objection. Uh, Excuse
2: the, me. The Heinz Ward rule. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blindsiding. Okay. All right. I forgot. <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot. So uh, the
1: prosecution rests. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, Tony. Explain to us why your team is better than everyone else.
2: Yeah. So, well, I mean, look, I, you know, I don't know why I have to, I I didn't think going into this segment that I was going to have to defend Joe green, but because Hunter went at him relentlessly.
0: Yeah. Come on, man.
2: Yeah. Let me explain mean Joe green for those, uh, for those of you who don't remember Joe green. I I mean, not say I watched him play because I'm too young for that, but uh, here's a story. Here's a story from 1979. Okay. The Steelers are playing the Oilers. They're losing the game. The game is basically, the game is out of reach. It's 20 to 17. It's the end of the game. Uh, the Oilers have the ball on the Steelers goal line. Mean Joe says to the Oilers quarterback, if you come in the end zone, I will kick the crap out of you. Okay. Do you know what, do you know what Besterini did? He took a knee on that play. Okay. Yeah. He, <laughs> that afterwards, he said, I knew you weren't going to do it. <laughs> that's mean Joe, man. The intimidation that he, that, that's why he got the mean Joe nickname. Uh, he was, look, he was the greatest defensive lineman to ever play. Uh, and, and you know the greatest, one of the greatest Steeler defenders of all time. Uh, happy to have him on this list. Look, Heinz Ward. I know I took him over some guys like Greg Lloyd and Mel Blunt, but what I loved about Heinz is what a unique player he was. Probably the most physical wide receiver to ever play. I mean, definitely for the Steelers, but maybe of all time. I mean, this guy, you know, the the, the attitude that he went out there with, that he was going he was going after these defensive backs on running plays, um, was so fun. And the fact that he did it with a smile on his face made that intimidation factor that much more, right? Because that not only did these defenders hated it, that the, the way that he played, but they hated how much joy he got from it. Um, you know, Donnie Schell, as I said, that Earl Campbell play, look, you know, if you don't know Earl Campbell, right, he was basically the Derrick Henry of his time, a gigantic running back, plowed through people. You know, what Derrick Henry did in the AFC playoffs last year, you know, Earl Campbell did that his entire career. So you watch Donnie Schell meet Earl Campbell in the hole, t- take him out. You know, C- Campbell fumbles. It's an incredible hit. Look that one up. Um, yeah, and then as I said, you know, Joey Porter was a good hitter, but I love Joey Porter. The off the field, right, the enforcer that he was, the 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 crap that he talked. Joey, Jeremy was my favorite part of Super Bowl 40. It made that one for me. And then the chin, man, the chin Bill Cowher. I had to put him on this list. I'm glad that I got him um, because, you know, there's so, there's so many fun moments from that 90s team. You know, every – you cut to the Bill Cowher. If you, if you got that chin look, you know, uh-oh, someone screwed up or he's mad about something. The, the spit flying everywhere as he's talking. Ah, I love Bill Cowher. So I'm very happy with my list.
0: So I, I got to say, I got to say, you know, you got on me for Ernie Mills as a flip yeah. as, as a, as a I yeah, yeah. receiver. I knew this was coming. Yep. You, you went for Bill Cowher. You could have had Glenn Edwards who many, many people – who watched the '70 Steelers thought that Glenn Edwards was more terrifying than Donnie Shell because he would just he would crush you and uh and let me Glenn Edwards I mean just come on man you you passed up on him um I, mean, I you, wanted
2: to go outside the box wanted to go outside the box I agree I listen I I thought about Juju and Juju really just for that hit he had on perfect that whole thing ready to talk about the perfect hit but I love Bill Coward too much put him on the list
0: okay. <laughs> you know, you know that. I, I, I gotta say these were these were all impressive lists by the three of you except for Tony. Um, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I and, man, I, I, I got Chris it's is bold. not
2: saying that because I'm in the lead and he's in second. If he wins this week, he overtakes me. Definitely not playing into why he's saying that.
0: That's I don't even cool. know what you're talking about there. I I, I, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even bring up the standings. It, it, that was that was totally not intentional. I didn't bring up the standings. Okay, so. Uh, again, if you want to vote for who you think won, we have Hunter's team with Jack Lambert, Greg Lloyd, Ernie Holmes, Troy Polamalu, Jerome Bettis. We have Joey's team with uh, James Harrison, Mel Blunt, Jack Ham, Ryan Clark, and LeVon Kirkland. And we have Tony's team with Mean Joe Green, Hines Ward, Donnie Shell, Joey Porter, and Bill Cowher. Who had the most intimidating team, the hardest-hitting team, the, one, the team that set the tone like that? You get to vote yourself as a Locked On listener. On Facebook, go to Facebook, search up, search the Locked On Steelers podcast, or just Locked On Steelers. You can ask to join the group. There's over 550 uh, loyal listeners that are part of that group, and they're chatting every day. You can vote on this poll. It'll be a, a poll at the top of the group uh, all, all day, well, all throughout the weekend, really, and you get to participate in this game. The winner will uh, be announced on Monday's podcast uh, when we're coming back for, from the week. Um, and again, thanks to all those who are part of the Locked On Steelers podcast. I mean, you guys really help help make it uh, awesome, fellas. Thank you for joining the show, uh, Tony. Uh, you you first. Uh, can you let people know where to find more of your stuff?
2: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can uh, find my uh, YouTube show on YouTube. It's called AFC North Talk. Uh, we're going to be doing our draft preview. Actually, we we're doing it uh, last night. If you're listening to this on Friday, so you can find the the video on demand of that. And I do want to say one more thing before I go today, because Chris, we did our numbers thing on uh, Tuesday's podcast. Chase Claypool, they gave him 11. I mean, they g- they gave him 11. So can yep. we get a moment of silence for Chase Claypool's career? Because, you know, the Steelers and number 11, not a great not a great history in Pittsburgh of number 11 wide receivers. So
0: he's going to change it. He's I'm sorry. I'm it. sorry,
2: Chase, but it's it's Lima Sweet all over again. I mean, you know, 14, Neil O'Donnell, then Lima Sweet. Oh, what are we doing? What are we doing?
0: What are we doing? Okay. Tony, of course, hitting the hard-hitting issues here in Pittsburgh. Thank you as always, Tony. <laughs> uh, uh, Joey, let people know where they can find more of what you do.
1: I am on Twitter, Joey Bag of Donuts, just a V instead of an F. Also, I have my own podcast, The Donut Bag. Uh, where we talk Pittsburgh sports and a whole bunch of other crap
0: pop culture yes awesome thanks thanks again for Joey for coming on the show and guys he's a great Twitter follow he's always tweeting about hilarious stuff he's got his dog Sophie that's always adorable um and I I suggest you follow and, and get on his show he's a it's a great listen Hunter let people know where they can find more of your stuff
3: Sure, man. I'm all over DK Pittsburgh Sports. It's on Twitter at DKPGHSports. And right now we're still doing free yearly subscriptions for anybody working on the front line in the fight against the coronavirus. So pretty much if you're still at work right now, if you're contributing against that in any way, we want to give you a free year subscription to the site. I mean, it's it's pretty sweet deal. Basically, you just fill out your name and email. Super easy. Some of you listeners have taken us up on it, and we definitely appreciate that. And hope to get some more. So come on. Check out DK Pittsburgh Sports. I'll be there. You can find me there.
0: Awesome. You guys know you can find me, Chris Carter, on Twitter at Carter Critiques. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. Hit me with the at. Hit me with a DM. Always down to chat with you guys. Thanks to all those who do reach out. Um, if you're loving the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. If you're not already subscribed, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, the uh, somewhat new Himalaya app, if you ask Tony. Um, and, uh, but also leave a five star review and a positive comment on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us get the word out about the show. Uh, and if you do so, you will be read. You'll have your review read at the end of the show, uh, like this person who just left a new one, because we have another one. Uh, we have Hats, who left a five star review. It says, great podcast. I listen to this podcast regularly. Love the updates and insights Chris provides on the Steelers. Thank you. And, uh, Tony, I noticed he didn't bring up you. Almost all of them bring up you, Tony, but this one did not. So in your face. Hater. We got a hater. How dare
2: he or she.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fellas, thanks again for joining the show. Listeners, thank you for listening with us. We hope you have a good weekend. I'll be talking to you guys again on Monday.